Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the uh, overly hot and uh, sometimes tricky voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And it's time now for The Food Show. It's a very easy concept. What we do here is we talk about food and anything even vaguely resembles food. And we talk about it. And we talk about it all day or as much day as we can get going at one time. And uh, we look at it from just about every imaginable way. And we hope you will do it as well, because nobody knows about every restaurant that ever was or every dish that's ever been savored. And so we ask uh, you, if you've got a minute or two, to uh, call us up and tell us uh, what's brewing on, uh, on your desk or in your uh, table whatever it is uh, where you keep the in food, 260-6368. What did you say? I said in your world. Well, you're not on there, it doesn't sound like. Does it sound like I'm on? Yeah. Uh, it, Doug, does he sound like he's she's on? No. Huh? No, she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, that, you know, it happens every day, every now. Uh, can you hear any better? No, I'm, yeah. I'm obviously not. I'm obviously no, not. okay. So you go ahead and do it. Okay, any better? Any better over here? How about, oh, that was that was the trick right there, that one right there. Let's, yeah, yeah don't mess with that one. 26063, huh? Better? Better, okay. yeah. yeah. All right. 2606368 is our telephone number, and uh, we'd love to hear from you, and we'll talk about food, we'll talk about restaurants, we'll talk, talk about cooking, and everything. I want to talk about between. hovering. 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 What do you mean? By uh, hovering. Hovering. Doug, can you hear me at all? Crank it back a little. Crank it back a little. Okay. Uh, how about that? Is that better? There you go. Okay. So I mentioned this yesterday, and um, and I don't know if this would certainly not apply to the kinds of restaurants that you generally talk about, but it does apply to certain places that are incredibly busy and don't take reservations and you just sort of have to mill about and wait for an opportunity to slip in and take a table. This is like a like maybe a fast mm-hmm. casual restaurant. Since mm-hmm. fast ca- since fast casual restaurants are getting more and more plentiful This is sort of an issue for people, and it's kind of funny, so I was just wondering if anyone else had funny experiences with this. But I'm going to out you now, Tom. Out me? Yes, Tom (laughs) is starting to spend an unnatural and disturbing amount of time as a bar fly at Chimes in Covington. And as his sometimes unwilling accomplice, um, I I have had a lot of experience. Chimes is a very busy place. Chimes is always busy. 
waits at chimes can sometimes exceed an hour and people stay. Why is this? We don't know. The 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 food is not great. <laughs> um, the goats aren't even out entertaining people because it's too hot. But it's just one of those places that just has a lot of followers for sure. And even though you do get seated in a large, you know, like 90% of the building, you have to wait to be seated. There is the bar, which is a first come, first serve thing. On very busy days, the bar requires the skill of hovering. Yeah. Where you sort of mill around and you give... You give the people that are at the table that you want the notion that you're not actually hovering, but you are very close to the table. So this is a skill where you have to pretend you are not doing what you are indeed doing. So um, the other day we were at Chimes, Mary Lee and Tom and I were all at Chimes, and um I don't remember what time of day it was, but it was it was a 40 to 45 minute wait for a table. And what we've decided we're doing now at Chimes is we go and put our name in for a table, which is what we prefer. And then we go on over to the bar and kind of let them race each other where we it's like the hovering versus the time elapsed for the table. So I figured that you can hover and get a table in the bar before you often will get a text saying that you should come to the hostess stand. This has worked out that way in every case. So the other day we were at Chimes and it was really, really busy. And um, and Mary Lee took up a space at one end of the bar and I took up a space at the other end of the bar and we left Tom just standing there because he he's not skilled <laughs> at hovering. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Mary Lee and I were looking at each other. We made eye contact with each other, and we were giving each other sort of eye signals as to which one uh -huh. looked like it was going to empty first, and uh, her table did. And so we then slipped in and sat at the table while it was dirty, which is gross, I will admit, but if you are in competition for tables, these things are required. So I was just wondering if anyone has any any tips on hovering. Yeah, twenty percent. Thank you. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know what that is going on there. It seems to me is that on the North Shore we really don't have any hangout kind of places that have any kind of quality too. At the same time, time is open till two in the morning, which is shocking. Well, no one's open till two in the morning anymore. Well, you know there are people who work that late. You know, for one thing, waiters. If you want to look for people who keep late hours, check out waiters. Well, I know, but what's interesting is a place like I just used this the other day, Longway Tavern, for example. Which, if ever there was a place that was going to be open till two in the morning, that would be it. What's this? And they're not open till two in the morning. What is it? It's just a it's a tavern deep in the quarter. Oh, so, well, in the French Quarter, you you expect and well, get just about that, everything. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying this is the kind of place that you would surely expect to be open at two in the morning, but they're not. So I don't know where waiters are going after work. Down I can in tell the you that too. They're they're getting older. Okay. 
That's the story on Well, that's them. a problem then, because if really there are is. only older waiters, then when they die off, who's going to replace them if there's no service? But anyway, so Chimes is a place that, that is open till 2 o'clock in the morning, but that doesn't have anything to do with 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which is when this was. And so we, we Mary Lee and I each had our Mary our Lee position. is our daughter, in case you're wondering. Each had our position, and we had this... We had this skillfully coordinated, if I do say so myself. And, you know, you, you, the way I hover is you survey the situation and you see who's got boxes to go, who's got a check, and who just looks like they're hanging around. And, you know, that's, that's step number one with hovering. If you're going to, you have to select your target and then you have to, you have to skillfully get the table before the other people who are also hovering get it. Anyway, I was just wondering if other people hover for tables. Shake Shack is another place oh, sure where hovering Anywhere is you go. essential. If, if it's busy, you know, like, like a place like uh, the Is old... Cooter Browns a hovering kind of place? Because we've been talking a lot about Cooter Browns, and I've well, never been. That's a, that's but a different But I would imagine kind of that place. would be kind of a hovering place. You have a special audience for that uh, that restaurant, and uh, you might be in it, you might not be. Is this but... a specific bar thing? Because I don't, you know, I don't no, it's go a, to you bars. Know, they, they, have, but... they have certain kind of music there. They have oyster, uh, oysters Wait, on the half shell. Are talking about Cooter shell. Browns? Uh, yeah. I'm talking about hovering in general. Oh, okay. Well, no I'm wonder I couldn't about, figure it out. I'm talking about hovering in general, places that are inclined to be a heavy hovering place. And mm. do you ever do it yourself? I no. mean, it is distasteful, I will admit, no, I, but uh, required sometimes. I get myself invited over to a lot of other tables, uh-huh. but uh, I, I wouldn't. Doing any any of that? Uh, Been doing any hovering? Well, that's no. right. You wouldn't you wouldn't move fast enough to hover. No, well, time. there's that. Too. It requires yeah. moving with lightning speed sometimes. I've even been about to go and get a table, and then someone will slip in in front of me. That usually happens at the Shake Shack. Shake Shack's the worst, I gotta say, especially in a small place like like that. It's, Shake Shack. It's absolutely 100 percent essential. Yeah, I don't get that at all. It's well, the, you don't what, you the, don't get it's Shake Shack. It's just an ordinary uh, kind of uh, fast food, you know, burgers, fries. Well, you don't really get cult things, do well, you? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, yeah, I get them. That doesn't mean I have to like them. Well, no. What I'm saying, I don't think you get what makes something a cult restaurant. You know, uh, I mean, I don't I either. But I am usually among the cult. I'm usually yeah. among the cult. This is the, the food cult. show on 105.3 like FM, HD2. We have a call. And we have a phone call. Hello, Mike. From Mike, who hello. is checking hello, in. Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello to you. I have, I have to caution you that Barfly is only one step away from Lounge Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Tom has absolutely that tendency. I see it emerging every day. It's disturbing. Lawn lizard. I think you would hang anywhere that lawn lizard. Thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I admit to that. <laughs> You're and absolutely right. But in chimes, you don't sing. Of course, Tom is getting to the point where he sings just about everywhere. It's it's very embarrassing. But um, yeah, yeah, he's been he's been hanging at the bar at chimes with a disturbing amount of regularity. Do you ever hover anywhere, Mike? Have you, have you ever tried that? I generally don't go places nowadays without a reservation, to be perfectly honest with you, because I have no tolerance for waiting. 
Mm-hmm. And the okay. only the only circumstances that I would is if I'm going with other people who want to be there, and I just kind of roll with it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I, I I seldom initiate that sort of thing. If if I know it's a place that's crowded all the time, I'll try to go in off hours. It's like I was saying about Leonardo's. I know I know you don't walk into Leonardo's at six o'clock in the evening and expect to sit down. It's not going to happen, you know. Well, but now, the main you... reason. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you you. Okay, I was just going to say, but you don't hover at Leonardo's, do you? You have to have to. You have to be seated there, right? Um, I've never had a reservation going over there. I, I don't know if they take reservations. Um, no, you but, don't you, just but seat someone yourself. seats you, don't? Yeah, right. Someone yeah, seats they, you. They so, just, yeah. You know, when yeah. the time periods that I go, they generally say sit where you like, that type of thing. Right. Okay. But you, you don't you don't arbitrarily just seat yourself. Right. No. Exactly. Okay. All right. So that would not be a hovering kind of place. Go ahead. What? Main reason I'm calling, I'm going to be going to Rizzuto's for the first time. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, any they have thoughts this, on Rizzuto's? Yeah, absolutely. Love it. They have this oyster dish at the very beginning. I do not miss that. It is just perfect if you like that kind of dish. And even or if you stuffed don't. artichokes. And uh, it is just sublime. Love it. And then what from there the- on, the Italian dishes are pretty good, but when they get into the steak stuff, and that includes not just steaks, but also pork chops and uh, things along the lines of, of lamb racks, and that, they they handle that very very well. And the steaks are first class. I've been you know, nothing but uh, uh, impressed by all of that since since they opened. I was looking at the menu online, and they have an interesting cut of beef that you don't generally see. What it is, it's the rib cap. And the rib cap, yeah. That's, it has a bunch of other names, none of which I'm going to be able to remember. Uh, but uh, You've had that, haven't you, John? Yeah, it's co- sort of like a strip that runs. Well, strip, I better not use that name because it's used for other things. But it's, it's, it is like a cap is a good uh, word for it. And it kind of covers the, uh, the rack of, of, of uh, beef there to the extent of about uh, three-quarters of an inch thick. It is. Uh, it's got a lot of fat in it, as you will notice right Yum. away. And it's uh, some kind of good, I think. And, and there are uh, steak nuts who uh, believe it's the best cut of all. Well, knowing how unusual it is to find it on a restaurant menu, I think I'm going to be tempted to go that route. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I think you'll be pleased by it. But it is a off the bend. Uh, the bend. It's off the normal uh, street route. Route. You know what? Okay, we I'll haven't had eight. anything at Rizzuto's that we didn't really like. And and the reason yeah, yeah. I said stuffed artichokes when he was talking about the the uh, oysters is that they have sort of a stuffed artichoke taste because the the coating on it is all the things that you get with stuffed artichokes and it, it's really really fantastic i mean if you like stuffed artichokes yeah i do the uh oyster dish you refer to is the italian style oysters like the oysters oregano that type of thing yeah. yeah it's along those lines but it's got a little more finesse to it and i think you'll be pleased with it first taste out of it it's very good and I, i'm that's one of my favorite kind of things to eat and when i find a good one i remember it it's a good looking okay. place yeah you'll All like right. it Thank you. Give you a report. Thank you. Yes, right. please. Okay. Please. Or give us a report, depending on what part of town you live in. Two, and we love you no matter where. Six.
1-866-360-6368. You're listening to WWL 105.3 HD2 FM. We are back, and if Michael 75 will be patient for just a minute, I want to tell you about New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood, which has a great menu of hamburgers, as the name suggests, and they have delicious, crunchy on the outside, juicy on the inside burgers, and seafood, really great fried seafood. It is golden brown, as it should be, and hot and greaseless. They have platters that you can get with the seafood and also uh, poor boys. That's uh, New Orleans hamburger and seafood now serving char-grilled oysters. They have 10 locations where you can find all of that and also great salads and wonderful local dishes. New Orleans hamburger and seafood. Go see them at any of their 10 locations. Hi, Michael. Hey, good Hi. afternoon. Hello there. Come on. Yeah, we've been... Oh, thanks. Uh, real nice in there. Uh, first of all, uh, my wife and I have been going to a lot of culinaries. And, uh, in fact, we've gone to Pascal Manali's three times. It's so spectacular. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, who could blame you? I mean, we're talking about real food here now. Right. Me. They only serve this once a year during August, this, this special menu, with, this, uh, with the best um, uh, ravioli stuffed with mushroom and uh, crab meat. It's the best I've ever tasted. And you get that, a shrimp cocktail, and a spectacular bread pudding for $18. Oh, really? We've been been three times already in the last two weeks, and we're going twice (laughs) more this week. Now, that's lunch, right? Because they have a different one at dinner. Lunch, yeah, lunch. But I'm sure you can get this ravioli for dinner, too. It's it's spectacular. Outstanding. Wow. Another but okay, wow. then we all. Sorry. No, go ahead. I said, go ahead. There's another one. We're okay. getting a lot of those lately. We're just exclaiming in awe. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, let's see. So we went to the uh, Windsor Court uh, Monday, mm. and mm-hmm. th- this is what, what I had: uh, a caprese salad, uh, a great yep. gumbo, a darkest with the. Darkest I love their root. gumbo. Oh. Love it. Yeah. A black drum, the best sweet potatoes I've ever tasted, and a sorbet, all that for $19, and a $2 martini was great. Well, that's a steal. We're going to come back to that one because that's one of my faves. Keep going. Okay, well, that's it so far, but we're looking around for a few others. It's only been two weeks. We've been seven times already. Okay, well, the good news about the Windsor Court one is that menu has been on for, I think, since uh, 2015 when they were celebrating their uh, their anniversary. So, actually, 20, I don't know, it's it's been on for a while. So, it's, um, it's a, what they call the Meat and Three, and it's their anniversary lunch. It's $19.84, and it, the menu is huge. You get to choose from, like, five different meats. You get all those different sides, so you get to pick two of them, one of which the gumbo would be included in. And then they have the little biscuits. Don't you love the biscuits, Michael? Oh, yeah, I had to order a uh, second order of the biscuits. Oh, yeah. I think everyone does at least another order yeah. of those. Those are fantastically good to keep you entertained until you get to what is a substantial meal for $19.84. Right. I mean, you have to roll us out of there after that. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah and a know, cinnamon roll at that. It's great, too. I mean, it's really <laughs> delicious. I think their gumbo is absolutely one of the top three to me in town. And the valet parking is free. And then you can go right across the street to Harris and win your, uh, your lunch money back. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that works like a charm, doesn't it? Well, I've not tried that, but I do love that Windsor Court. It's called the Meat and Three, our anniversary special, and it is running as the culinary this month, but you can get it long after that. Great. I'm glad to hear that. We're going to be going there a lot more. Uh, by yeah. the way, I can, teach you how, I can teach you how to win there at Harris. It's called Counting Cards. I taught a course in that, but they don't they, the uh-huh. casinos don't like like you when you do that. It, it's the only game that the casinos can lose at. Uh, remembering Michael, the can you they actually count cards? Can you do it? Oh yes, yeah. yeah I've, I've got a couple of cases. I was uh, I was kicked out of uh, places. I filed suits against them and got the money. But uh, anyway, the uh, the county cards it it. it it's not that hard. It's a rote situation where you have to practice like the piano a lot, and then after a while, it's second nature. You know what? I used to be such a good gambler. I, I <laughs> When I was a kid, I know this sounds hard to believe, but my family used to go to the track once a year. Once a year, we would go for lunch at the track. And our whole family, we, we would actually bet on horses. And there was a time that I got eight out of ten races, wow. which is pretty impressive, well, I think. When are you going to spend Tom the money? Ruined, and then Tom ruined gambling for me because he went into a casino <laughs> with me a few times, and, and it was just like he messed up my whole mojo. But I would love to know about counting cards. So. What? Tom was that guy in the little, little, little Abner uh, cartoon. Uh, his name was Joe Blitzflick. He had a black cloud over his head everywhere <laughs> he went. I remember him. <laughs> well, that's, that's and, kind of... if, if I If I would have met you when I was in law school, what I was always looking for is a young lady to take her out on a date for the first time that had never been to the racetrack before. And whatever she said, I didn't. I knew a lot about horses, but I just followed her. So uh, uh, what would happen? What would happen is we'd usually make money, and everybody would be happy, had a great time. So the next time uh, I talked to her, she said, "Are we going to the racetrack again?" I said, "No, no more dates. That's it. It only works one time." <laughs> Well, that's one way to get rid of them. Well, I won't say what turned me <laughs> off to horse racing. Have you been to the Kentucky Derby, Michael? Because I really would like to go. No, I, I would never go there. I don't go to Mardi Gras. There. I don't. I don't like those all those crazy crowds. You can't even crowds, see the races. Yeah. yeah, I know, but it's kind of about the party. It's on my bucket list oh, to yeah, go to the Kentucky yeah, Derby. That's what my wife said. I, my wife says we we need to go for the parties. I said, well, we can party enough in New Orleans. Just the one time, anyway. Oh, Tom's giving me his Kentucky Colonel card, so that'll get yeah. me something. That'll It'll get, get me you something. something. I sure. don't know. It, it, it. All right, Michael, thank you for calling. I hope to run into you at the Windsor Courts meeting three. Talk to you later. Okay, great. Okay. It's the food show. If I show. do, I'm going to have him show me how to count cards. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and it's nice to be here with you talking about the food scene around town. And uh, any way you want to play that game, you are more than welcome to do so. Uh, anything on your mind about food, about restaurants, about cooking wine, and uh, the whole range of it, and dating, too. You know, a lot of people go to the casinos uh, or even on casino uh, Tom, cruises you're not going to give dating advice, are you? Oh, sure, I'm going to give dating <laughs> advice. Why shouldn't I? I mean, look at all the success I've had.
everybody uh, everybody uh, loves yeah. me. You yeah. know, so it's a hundred uh, degrees. It is outside. Has anyone been speaking of special menus? Yeah, Has anyone been to the that. the uh, Dickie Brennan temperature special? Yeah menus i think he does it at all of his restaurants i could be wrong about that i know i know pal's cafe does it but has anybody been to one of those the whatever the temperature is is what you pay for lunch yeah i I don't know haven't this year but it's uh it's pretty simple they they add 10 bucks to the average of the uh highest uh number on the on the menu and uh, they give you that. Or it's something like that. I, the details of it are. D- yeah, a if anybody's bit. been, give us a call, 260 yes. or anything else that you would like to talk about. I threw yeah. out the subject of hovering because we had the little book of edible enigmas uh, on the show the other day. And if ever there was an enigma, it is how to hover properly at a place where you need to hover. And I regret to report that Tom, Mr. Food Snob, is now hanging out at the Chimes where hovering is kind of an essential skill. So uh, I was just looking I'm just to there see for if the anyone oysters. else. I know you are, yes. Yeah. I'm just wondering if anyone else has any skill with hovering or yeah. would like to give uh, us some I, pointers. I, I also it's not have. As, a, not as difficult as counting cards. I have, a, I have a cocktail that I've been promoting. Because it seems to be the the most. I think you started the Negroni thing locally. I don't know about that. I've been uh, drinking them for a long time, but I haven't had one lately because I'm very interested in uh, a drink, uh, really an old drink, called uh, the uh, uh, half and half. Half and half. Thank you. And and what you do with a half and half is you have uh, the sweet or red vermouth. You know, there are two two varieties on it that you see in bars and. And uh, in shops and everything, so you, uh, you you've got that uh, the the sweet and kind of vaguely red uh, uh, vermouth. Vermouth, thank you. And uh, the the other option is white vermouth, which is uh, not particularly sweet, and it's uh, white on the outside. You can kind of tell that. And you just stir it up with some uh, with some uh, little, little touch of of your your ice and shake it all up and there you have it and and what's funny about it is that it has a lot of the qualities of uh, a Manhattan but it's less expensive and it's also less ex, uh, ex, uh, alcoholic. alcoholic because uh-huh. uh, that's something that uh, these days uh, all of us for the well almost all of us have to pay attention to that so uh, uh, there you go okay so Having, uh, you know what I find interesting about the um, Half and half, and not really, but um, the, uh, me- the the recipe, I looked up half and half, because I've been sitting next to you when you say this at all of these bars, and then go on to explain it to people. I've been, I finally looked it up to see what it was, and um, it's it's not really anything, it's kind of like it's whatever. It's pretty simple. It's like a half and half, what half and what half of what. It's like I've seen umpteen different recipes for a, quote, half and half. So it mm-hmm. sounds to me like it's kind of whatever you want the half and half to be. Yeah, well, that works. It's and pleasant since you're happy, enough. And since you're happy to explain it to the bartender, it's not a problem. No. 
No, it's uh, easy going. But I remember the uh, first time I ever had one was at the old, uh, uh, what was that, the, the 495 Steakhouse that they used the to do? The Buck 49? The Buck 49, that's it. The Buck 49, that's exactly uh-huh. it. It's owned by the same people, or was owned by the same people who owned uh out there in Metairie. Riccobono's, Riccobono, Pepper Mill, the Pepper and, Mill and all the Bettina uh, Bella people and the we have uh, to update, uh, Riccobono's Padola Cafe, that whole family. We need a break here. Around. We'll be back with more of the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice, 260-6368. Call us, would you? We'd love to hear from you. Hi there. Welcome back. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmaurice. It's wonderful uh, for me to be here with you every day. I'm uh, I'm fooling around with the... Yes, why are you doing that? Uh, so I can uh, speak without <laughs> uh, having my head ring. <clears throat> well, anyway, it is nice to be here, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. No matter what that thing is that you're going to lay on us, uh, we, we want to hear it. 260 Yeah, that's a great idea. 260 Culinary reports. If you've been to a culinary, I wanted to go to the culinary at GW Finn so badly last night. Yeah. If I hadn't been super full from lunch, but um, I, I, did anyone go to the uh, to the culinary at GW Finns last night? I would really like to hear about it or any night, uh, any place, because the culinaries are on till the end of August, yeah. and uh, there are some good deals out there. And there are a lot of not so good deals out there. Oh, Best yeah, really? Culinary, I, I agree with uh, you, Tom. Best culinary is the Pelican Club. Oh, it's they're got, so consistent. It's got a terrific amount of choices, and uh, I like choices. So if you're limiting me to three choices, and I'm not really crazy about any of them, why in the world would I want to pay forty dollars when I could oh, order I, off the I, menu? I, and, I think you would be a fool. And do better. But there are some good ones, and I think the GW Finns one is an excellent one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Arno's has a good one. Very good, and it's such a great-looking restaurant. Yeah. Good this, service. This others. Uh, anybody else go to that Barraza place in Metairie? I would like to try that. Yeah. We went to uh, Fogo, believe it or not. We went to Fogo de Chão. That was because it was Mary Lee's idea. And I do love that place, but I don't know that I would go and I, I don't know that I'm going to do the meats anymore at all. I, I just no? I'm not eating that much. You'd so. go to Fogo de Chão and not eat meats? They have an incredible salad bar. That well, they do, yeah. Everybody seems to like that. absolutely mind-blowing for the price. It's unbelievable. Anyway, we talked a little bit about hovering. I was curious to see if anyone else has a skill uh, that has the skill of hovering and would like to impart some little tips on it because we're needing it a lot more now. I like to go to Shake Shack where hovering is absolutely required. Neither the space nor the parking lot is big enough at the Shake Shack for the number of people that go there. And I think that's kind of true across the board of Shake Shack, period, any place you go. Um, Also, we've been using it at the Chimes. And uh, anyone who has to use it any place, I would like to hear if you have developed a particular skill at it, what, uh, you know, I need your your help. Speaking of hovering, uh, brings up the... uh, Pope Benedict XVI, as a matter of fact. Oh, uh, has yeah. hover, is hovering? Uh, yeah, well, the Pope really <laughs> never learned how to drive a car at all. At all. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he's he, got that But he did have a helicopter pilot's license, which, of course, hmm. brings up the subject of hovering. And, uh, ah, I was wondering what that had to do with anything, Doug, but uh, that is uh, that is clever. Thank you for inserting that. I don't know how that... Uh, you must. Was that somewhere that you just, or did you st- automatically? 
I'm, like, I'm, where did that come I'm very from? automatic. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, people say that when you break in, Doug, that they, that means that you have sensed that we are desperate. We're not desperate here. I just want to let you know. Desperate? I've got another topic I'm going to throw out. I was in the store this morning, and right in the front of the aisle, like right in the front of the middle aisle, was a display of candy. Oh. And the kind of candy that I used to think was good, but now I've moved on to much more exclusive gourmet kinds of candies. And when I say that, I don't mean expensive because the the 72% Belgian chocolate at Trader Joe's is $5 for a pound. So we're not talking about expensive, but I don't eat milk chocolate, generally speaking, and I used to love Hershey bars with almonds. So my question to you, if you are out there and uh, would like to indulge in this with me, do you have a secret, like a dirty secret of some thing that you find irresistible, that you know you should not eat under any circumstances, but you do? Like... Cheetos used to be my thing. I used to have a real Cheetos thing. No matter how disgusting it made my fingers. I mean, Cheetos are kind of disgusting, you know? Um, There's a great joke on the the subject, but uh, I won't be able to tell it to you here. Okay. Well, anyway, do you have a thing where you go to the store and you see it and you, you have a mental wrestling match as to whether or not you're going to go down that road and you know it's really bad for you and you know you absolutely have no business eating it but you just love it for whatever reason like maybe you grew up with it or something and you just can't resist fill in the blank because those opportunities are everywhere at the store I mean everywhere I used to like Reese's peanut butter cups too I still like Reese's peanut butter cups wait you don't or you do I don't I love them I love Reese's peanut butter cups. Um, Jude was really on a Reese's peanut he butter was, cup when he was kick a kid, for a long. That yeah, that's was what his, that was his go-to for sure. Yeah. And then I kept Jude giving them Reese's peanut butter cups, and he said, "Mom, I don't eat that anymore." So he's moved on. But then I used to go to his house, and I would see in one corner of the counter the most ridiculous pile of sugary crap is what it was it would be baked goods from trader joe's if i see baked goods in any grocery store it it's it's like poison to me i mean i wouldn't even think about looking at them twice because it's it's just all those things that we were talking about the other day as as absolutely poison it might as well be um spring no, it, it might as well be well, the I mean, apple I, I, that has, I the, has that the blue that. smoke curling yeah. off of it, you know, from uh, Snow White. Anyway, anybody else have any of those thoughts when you walk through the supermarket? Uh, you are tempted by something, usually from your past, that you are glad that you've moved past. And uh, every now and then, though, it gets you. It gets you. This is the Food Show, and it's nice to be here talking about the food angle from just about every direction, and we would love to hear from you with that or anything else on your mind, 260-6368, 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in, 
And uh, we uh, would be more than happy to talk to you about, or talk with you even, about any of the culinary adventures that you have seen or, or the thought culinary about. adventures this the month. The culinary is the big the thing right now. Culinary, this is yes. The month of August and sometimes into September, uh, you have restaurants all over the city sending out some, uh, generally speaking, very, very good food at prices that are almost seem ridiculously low. Well, I don't and really think $40 is low. $40 well, is not low. If you think about that, $40, then you get a drink, and I don't mean an alcoholic drink, any kind water. of. Well, no, I mean, I would get iced tea, so that'd be oh. another $5. But but if you get an alcoholic drink, you're talking about, you know, much higher than that. That is not a cheap meal. That's $50 a person. So for $50 a person, you ought to get exactly what you want. Well, we wound up looking for that at Galatoire's uh, last night. Yesterday. Uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, actually. And uh, my favorite aspect of Galatoire's uh, showed itself the minute I got there, and that was a table that had about a half a dozen people on it who were in the class of 1968 at Jesuit High School, which is, uh, I have a demi-claim to that myself, and there they were, and we just sat around and shot the breeze for a while. And uh, then had a lunch there, which uh, was their their special uh, summertime menu. Uh, the uh, no, it was the filet and, mignon special. Yeah, and, and that uh, they had. Frankly, you didn't get the culinary. Uh, yeah, well, you could go either way with it. It was a funny, it was strangely written. Uh, we started to go to to Galatoire's 33 Bar and Steak because that's where the filet mignon thing was. Couldn't get in. They, and, they're not well, open. Well, no, no, they're not there. open for yeah, lunch. We didn't know that. So, uh, so we went next door to Galatoire's, and that's where we wound up. But you know what? Galatoire's 33 Bar and Steak is a beautiful restaurant. Oh, I yeah. I think so. I think so. it's extremely handsome. It, it the the actual restaurant is deep into the building and the bar itself is it's like right two different restaurants but it's it's quite beautiful it's it's handsome is the word it's it's a handsome place anybody go to Galatoire's 33 bar and steak and i think they have a pretty good happy hour too yeah, i don't know about that but this i do know uh, they are no not longer open for uh, lunch during the week anyway. I don't know how it is on the weekends. Maybe it's Friday or but, something. Uh, but the place uh, in the main dining room, which is absolutely the place you want to be, any no matter where you pick it, that's the place. And they were uh, pretty full up with that, so the, no problems there. Well, it's it's um, it's a it's a place that I would like to go back for dinner sometime. Oh, I keep you, forgetting yeah. about it. When I think about steakhouses in town, I never ever think about it, but we have quite a it's number. Good. We have quite a number of good steakhouses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever I think about, like, I gave a recommendation to someone who has an anniversary coming up because it's it's an it's not it's not a, it's a birthday, mm-hmm. and um, to celebrate the birthday, she and her husband are having a staycation without the kids, which implies some romance. So I told her that I think she should go to Dory's Metropolitan because that is, in my opinion, the coolest steak place in town. It's pretty cool, all right, and the steaks are something else as well as their aging process, which they will allow to go as much as like 60 days, I've heard them say. Well, it's European, you know. I mean, it's Israeli, yeah. and uh, and so it's got that unique look to it. 
But but we also have a lot of other really good steak places in town, and, uh, and they're not they may not be sexy, but they're good. Is it Steve or Steven who's on the line? Steve. Steve. Yes. Steve. Um, yes, I wanted to say if you're getting out of that thing for fifty dollars, you're not tipping. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like the meal itself as fifty dollars. Yeah, you know? well, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're, so, you're looking sixty to sixty-five. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you want to be able to get what you want, tip, huh? That's that is not you know no. That's a lot of money as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I want to well, get I mean, what I want if I'm spending sixty-five exactly. bucks. Exactly. Now, if what you want coincides is with there. what the restaurant is offering, that's great. Yeah. But right. if it doesn't, then I'm certainly not going to get the culinary. I'm going to go ahead and order order for the regular. And I'm also going right. to wonder is is the culinary? Are they giving you the same portions they would on a normal if you ordered yeah, it, it, it? It seems to me yeah, they I are, think there so. are usually yeah. Uh, okay. Are, but once in a while something <laughs> might slip by. But I haven't really noticed anything that's been out of whack. Yeah, I'd say okay. usually yes. Maybe at lunch, okay. I don't know, but yes, generally. And my so. my uh, poison in the grocery store, Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> yeah, right. I I, right. I haven't had one in probably five years. You know, uh, now is that is that a challenge when you see Snickers to fight it Absolutely. off, or you just okay? I, it is. Well, thank God I can't see them. <laughs> I I don't even like Snickers. I never have my entire Man, you're life. You're weird. Even, 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 I think that sentiment uh, has been advanced I, a few yeah. times. Go ahead. Uh, but uh, what uh, I've noticed in the last couple of years is that if you pick up one out of the rack in the supermarket or the Walgreens or wherever it is you happen to be, you'll see that there's a different word on the top of the wrapper every time I go. I mean, every time I go. What's the word, Tom? It's like a little password or something? What are you talking about? No, you don't have to. What what you will see is you'll you'll pick up a a, 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 a Snickers. Snickers, yeah. And there in the same font (laughs) that is used in the rest of the mag, uh, the rest Uh of the candy, except that it's a different word. Totally. Go, go, Go look and you'll see. Okay. Well, they do have the almond and the peanut and the. They've got all know. of that, but they change the name. Okay. But and they only change it once. So if you come back again, it's going to be a different name. Go over there and look at it. I, the first time I saw it, uh, well, then the fifteenth time I saw it, I said, "Wait a minute, something's going on things. here." Okay. So uh, somebody, uh, <laughs> if you've got a minute. Call. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go do that today, Tom. I'm gonna what? go do it yeah, today. Yeah, let us let us know okay. about that, Marianne. <laughs> I will. I'll yeah. give you a report tomorrow. All right. It's hey, the little thanks. things in life. Thank you, know? you Stephen. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Two six zero menu. We are talking about well, you know the usual. Um, gamut of anything. We were talking about steakhouses before Steve called. And uh, now we're back on talking about things that get you when you go to the store. I have this thing, and it's, it's always the two for five. And so Doritos, they do a two for five Doritos. And I used to love, I used to love the Cool Ranch, and then it became Cooler Ranch. And then it went back to being just Cool Ranch. The Cool again. Ranch. And then they had the nacho cheese Doritos, and then it became spicy uh. nachos. 
and now I go for the spicy nachos. Forget about the Cool Ranch. I'd much prefer the spicy nachos, but spicy nachos has the same kind of finger disgusting situation that Cheetos has. So, but every now and then I I, I do I, I I keep a stash in the pantry because, mm. like I say, I'm a I'm a two for five sucker. So it's in the house. These things are in the house in the pantry just calling to me and I usually do resist them but every now and then I will succumb yeah we have someone on the phone hi Uh, hello hello whoa good listen to that hello hello welcome to the food show who's this Pam Pam and close enough okay hi thank you for calling what's up I'm looking for a recommendation for a restaurant. Oh, good. Uh, That's what we do. And I in the French Quarter, and um, I don't have a really large budget, but I have heard y'all talking about the culinary, and I did look up a couple of places, but I wanted to uh-huh. see what you thought. I did look up like the Redfish Grill, and um, I think it's thirty-five, but like Marianne said, it's only like three choices, and um, so I didn't know if you had any other recommendations in around that budget range or would it be well, better the, the to culinary's are all in that same range. The culinary's top wait, 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 wait. Hey, girls, girls. <laughs> one at a time. I'm sorry. I couldn't, couldn't make out either one of you there for a minute. Uh, who's taking over? Go ahead, Tom. No, I'm not taking over. This is a, a it's, conversation. It's $39. $39. The culinary tops the cool- out at 39 I've never okay. seen one higher than uh, that. Oh, they, oh, if okay. you can they find it, that, you know, uh, it's it's really a, a terrific bargain, and you can look it up uh, on their website, FQ, let's see if I can get there, FQFI.com. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's French Quarter Festival, Inc. The French Quarter Festival oh, okay. puts this on ultimately. But it, it is not a commercial, uh, you know, fill your pockets Thanks. with or take all the money out of your packets. It is, uh, it's very well put together, and the variety okay. is tremendous. And I well, think it's kind of a special it. occasion. Uh, we're meeting my daughter's boyfriend for the first Ooh, time. And the plot thickens. He's not from here, but he does yeah. like New Orleans food. And I, we don't eat a lot. We're from the North Shore. We don't eat out a lot on the South Shore. But I've been to, like, the Redfish Grill and like that place and type of food. So I was just wondering if you had any other suggestions something we might particularly look well, I'll at. Tell you my, I'll tell you my number one on the list. It's uh, okay. the fr- Pelican uh, Club. The Pelican Club. The Pel- and and the Pel- reason is that. Huge variety. It's ten choices. Terrific. Yeah, a lot of choices. Yeah. A lot of mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the uh, price is uh, within reason. You'll like that okay. one. Yeah, the price is $39. Now, I'm going to tell you that I've seen this on a lot of menus, too. If it's a more expensive item, there'll be a plus two or a plus three Uh, or a plus six. So then it stops being $39. But (laughs) at the Pelican Club, there are about 10 choices of appetizers, of entrees, and two or three desserts. And Uh in the $39, probably... Eight or nine of the choices will fall into the $39 range. So it's not like there's one $39 and everything else is a plus. 
there's really only one or two plus something. Yeah, it's going to be steak. So it is, for the Pelican Club, for culinary, that is their August menu. Okay, so you couldn't go to the Pelican Club and not do culinary in August. But the menu is extensive, and it's just like eating at the Pelican Club for only $39. Okay, so that's where you're going to have the most choices. Hmm? Okay. I've never been there before, so it might be something that you might want to consider. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, and I love the Redfish Grill, too, but Pelican Club is a much more upscale place. Mm -hmm. And... And uh, if you're meeting the, you know, the daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> okay, now let's, now just between you, mom to mom, so Dish, how long have they been going out? Oh, since about Easter. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how old is your daughter? 20. Oh, so she this goes, is, uh, so young. Okay, so she's yeah, young. Yeah, she goes to school out of town. Uh-huh. Okay. And does this, uh, does this seem like the one? Well, <laughs> That's why uh, you knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, call us and give us a report. Forget about the food. We want to hear about the date. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm just joking. Well. I'm just joking with you. <laughs> uh, but that is an exciting thing when you meet the boyfriend or the girlfriend. Yes, it's, it is. It's, it is. It's, uh, it's tense. Okay. It's tense. Yeah. Good well, luck with it. Well, thank you very much. Thanks. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Two six zero six three six eight. We are talking. Well, you know, we're talking all kinds of stuff. We were talking steakhouses and culinaries and your your deep dark food secret. That thing that calls to you, either from your pantry as it does mine, or from the grocery store. What do you find just about irresistible, and you have to muster? everything to resist it and mustard is good so yes yeah stay tuned we have more of the food show are coming and then we will uh, talk about all these things some more and a few things we haven't gotten to yet or uh whatever you've got on your mind as always 260-6368 the news is next over most of these same frequencies from cbs to columbia broadcasting system this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law